Welcome to God's Eternal Purpose radio broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. We bring you a life-changing fellowship every Saturday at 8 o'clock to 8.30 a.m. on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. And now, today's message. To you all in the name of the Lord. For another broadcast which we believe will be of great help to all for the past few weeks we've been talking about the gospel we still continue with another series along the line of the gospel and for the next few weeks we will look at the fall of man the fall of man many christians and even many people think that man fell only once but a thorough study or a careful study of the scripture will show you that man fell more than once. In this broadcast, we'll continue and go through the scriptures and we can detect or fellowship on four falls of man. Before I start, I would like us to pray. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time. And we thank you that we can speak your word and we can hear your word. Your word is spirit. Your word is life. Your word makes wives the simple. Your word bestows grace upon all. We pray that this broadcast will not be in vain. That as many as who hear this word will receive something from you. Hearts will be touched. Consciences will be convicted. And many will turn to you. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. For this time, we are going to look or read through Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. We'll read through the scriptures and then we'll look at it. I'll start. Verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. Verse 5 says, For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of his fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. Verse 7. And they knew that they were naked, and they sewed thick leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the son of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, 
Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then a man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Then he goes on to read in verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have heeded the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Also for Adam and his wife the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden and the flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Now, this is the chapter that we will look at. Now, when you read Genesis chapters 1 and 2, Genesis chapter 1 gives an overview of God's creation. And at the end of that chapter, it tells us that God looked at everything that he has created good. This was after God had created Eve and added her to Adam. And the Bible says God rested from all his works. Now, when you come to chapter 2, there we see details of creation. But in those details, two crucial things were emphasized. Or what are they? The first one has to do with the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That is one. And then the second one was the details of how God created man and woman. These are the two things that are so crucial to God. The tree of life, and then also the woman and the man that were created. So you see that by the end of Genesis chapter 2, God was at rest. He has accomplished what he is looking for, and his heart delight has been met. But unfortunately, in chapter 3, something happened, and that was the first fall of man. 
Now, man was created in the image of God to express him. God created man to be his expression to, and also to be his explanation and extension. Man is not a simple being. God created man. And when you read the book of Psalms, it tells us that man is fearfully made, is intricately made. God took his time to create. All the things of creation, God spoke and they came into being. But with man, God used his hand. God did not only use his hand to create Adam, he also used his hand to create Eve. The Bible says, with Adam, he took the dust of the earth and he formed man. With Eve, he took a, a reed from Adam's side and formed woman. All other creation came out of the speaking of God, but man became the handiwork of God and then the breathing of God. He was to be the one to fulfill the purpose of God. He was the one to satisfy God. But then it just happened that Satan came in to damage man so that he could frustrate God. Let me say a word. Satan can never defeat God. He hasn't and he can't. The greatest defeat he suffered was from the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. When, when the Lord was nailed on the cross, he tried everything to bring him down. But to no avail. That was the biggest defeat he suffered and that defeat is still there. Christ won the victory over him. Satan knows he can never defeat God. But one thing he can do is to frustrate God in his ways. So quickly, he came in to tempt man. Anyone who reads Genesis chapter 3, when you read it, you see something. Let's go to verse 1. It says this, Now the serpent was more cunning or subtle than any beast of the field with the Lord God had made. Do you think it was just an ordinary snake who came to Eve? No. Satan needed to disguise himself. He needed to come in the form of a snake so that he could interact with man. The next thing he did was that he did not use Adam. He looked for Eve and he used her. Now, outwardly, it was a serpent, but in reality, it was a devil. And what was the cause of the fall? Outwardly, people will say that, oh, oh, it was Satan who did it. But inwardly, it was man who caused it. Satan engineered it and man swallowed it up. How did it happen? God in his creation has done something so beautiful. He has created man and he was in fellowship with them. But then, Satan came and, and began to confuse Eve. The Bible calls Satan the tempter. Everywhere he goes, when you read Matthew chapter 4 verse 3, it tells you that he is a tempter. In other words, he tempts. He comes to trick you. He comes to confuse you. He comes to lure you. 
And in John chapter 8, verse 44, it says that he's a liar. He's a father of lies. And when he tells a lie, he tells it from his own resources. He's the originator of lies. Satan will never come in person because he knows nobody will believe him. Nobody will receive him. If Satan now comes and says, I am the devil and I want you to follow me, no human being will follow him. He will hide behind things. He will hide behind, hide behind situations. He will hide behind what natural disasters. He will hide behind events. And people will see those things and will never realize that Satan is there. So Satan incarnated in the form of the serpent. And look at what he did. When he came, he went to Eve. And when you read the Bible, Adam was standing by, but the serpent did not speak to him. He was created first. But the devil ignored him and went to the woman. And look at what he said. He didn't come to say to Eve, eat the tree of knowledge, it is good. That's not what he said. He came with a question. He says this, and he said to the woman, as God in this said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. That was a question. The first thing he did was that he injected something into the woman. What did he inject? He injected questions. He injected doubts. He injected something that will cause the woman to start reasoning. Prior to this, the woman only knew one thing. Then when you read verse 2, this is what it tells you. And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, of, of the garden, right? But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Look at what happened. The serpent came. He came with a question. He said, as God said, you shall not eat of the tree. Then the woman responded. The best thing that Eve should have done was to have told the serpent, get away from me. Leave my presence. I'm not ready to talk with you. But she entertained the serpent. And then she spoke. Once you got into dialogue with a serpent, Satan had a chance to inject something into her. He said, God has said you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Right? But he went on. He said this. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. Look at what he said. He has slandered God. What? Adam and Eve knew. The serpent has now told Eve that it is not true. You will not surely die. In verse 5, he says this. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. What was he trying to say? He was confusing the woman. He was putting doubts into the woman. And at the same time, he was slandering God. He said, God knows. God knows. In other words, God is hiding something from you. He knows what is there, but he doesn't want you to have it. 
God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. By Eve entertaining the devil, by Eve entertaining Satan, who was incarnated in the form of a serpent, the serpent was able to inject something into her to become a base for his temptation to cause man to fall. Let me say something to you, dear friends, and all those who are listening. Satan will never come to tell you that if you eat the fruit, you will die. He will always give you a wrong picture. He knows what is at the end. He knows what he wants to do. Every act of Satan is a bait. It's like a hook to catch you, like a hook that is thrown into water to catch a fish. He knows that if you listen to him and you take his word, he catches you and then eventually he ensnares you and slaves you and then you lose. You, you lose God. He told Eve, and the Bible shows us that Adam was standing there. Verse 6 says this. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one white, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and ate. Look at it. Here was Eve who knew that of every tree in the garden we, eat, we can eat, except that tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Because the day we eat, we will die. Now Satan comes to say, God knows that if you eat it, you will not die. You will be like God. Your eyes will be open and you will know good and evil. So she picked that one. She got enslaved by it. The Bible says, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. In other words, it's not a thing that if I eat, I will die. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. And a tree desirable to make one white. In other words, I'll be like God and I'll know good and evil. She took of his fruit and ate. Then she also gave it to her husband who was with her and he ate. Why? Because Adam was listening to the discourse and he also got infected. He should have stepped in right from the beginning to ask the wife, don't listen to him and drive the serpent away. But he also took part. So by the time Eve gave him the fruit, there was a, a foothold. Satan has gained a foothold in, in his heart also. And he ate. Then the next verse tells us this. In verse 7, he said, Then the eyes of both of them were opened. And they knew that they were naked. You look at it. Satan said, your eyes will be open. And you will know good and evil. You will be like God. But when their eyes were open, they knew that they were naked. Yes, their eyes got open. But did their eyes get open to be like God? They only saw their nakedness. So quickly they had to do something. I tell you what. When their eyes got open, they realized that they were naked. Proud to they didn't see anything at all. 
They now saw what they thought was good and evil was their own nakedness. And they didn't know how to cover, but they had to sew fig leaves together and made themselves covering. In verse 8, we read, And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden, in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Here they were. They were supposed to eat the tree, the fruit, which was going to make them like God. But after they have eaten, they are, we were now running away from God. They were now hiding from God. They heard the sound of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Which means it was something that had been happening between them. God was visiting them. God was having fellowship with them. They were enjoying the sweet presence of God. But here they were. They were now hiding. What they thought they could get, they have missed. What they thought they could get, they have now missed. Now they were hiding from God. I tell you, my dear friend, this is what happened to them. Immediately they ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. Three things happened to them. Satan has gained a way into them. So that fruit they ate entered into them. I tell you something. They ate it. They didn't just touch it. They took something into themselves. The thing went into them. In other words, sin was planted into them. Immediately that thing happened. There is something that happened. According to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. It tells us that man is made of three parts. My dear listener, write that verse down and you can refer to it later. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. That verse shows us that man is made up of three parts. It says... May the very God of peace sanctify you through and through. Some versions we say, sanctify you wholly. And may your spirit or your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved complete at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That verse shows you that man is made of three parts. Then in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, it says that, the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. So by the conjunction word end, you know that spirit and soul are not the same. And then you continue, and of joints and marrows, these are bones. That shows you that that's also different from spirit and soul. And is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That should show you that here also man is made up of a soul, a spirit, and then also a body that represented by the joint and the marrows. This is what happened to man. Immediately they ate of the tree. Their spirit died. What does it mean? And it is proven by the fact that when they heard the steps of God, when they heard God moving, they went to hide. God put a spirit into man by breathing into man the breath of life. And that spirit is what 
horse fellowship or what communes with God. Every human being has a spirit. But with some it is dead. And it died on the day of the fall when Adam and Eve ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When they ate of that fruit, fellowship with God was lost. That is why we read that God sent angels to go and block the way to the tree of life because man did not have the right organ to contact him anymore. That spirit was lost. And then the soul got fallen. It became the self because Satan took hold of it. And man became self-opinionated. Man began to do things by himself. Then the body became flesh. It, it got corrupted. So every man, this is what has happened to him. The spirit has become dead. The soul has been corrupted to become the self. So we, everything we do is around the self. I am this. I am that. I want this for myself. I own this. I do this. Now, I want you to know, this is the condition, the result of the fall. In our next broadcast, I will develop it from there and show you the way of redemption. And show you what God has in plan for you. Don't allow the enemy to gain a place in you. God has spoken. And the way to the tree of life is through Jesus Christ. When he came on the earth, this is what he said. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Going to the Father is having access again when you eat of the tree of life. It's Christ who opened the way by dying on the cross. My dear listener, this is your condition. I will show you more force of man. God has made a provision for you. In the next broadcast, we will develop it to show you the steps God took. Shall we pray? Dear Lord Jesus, many are listening to you and they have heard your word. Let them know that man is not in the proper condition. Man needs God to be brought back because man is falling. Let your word speak to their hearts. We trust in you. In Jesus' name. My dear friend, put your hand over your heart and I'll pray for you. Lord, look at these ones who have turned to you with their hands placed on their chest, over their heart. Forgive them of their sins and come into them. Make them your children and save them from the fall. We ask in your precious name. Amen. May the Lord bless you. I am Brother Jerry Okai. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to God's Eternal Purpose Radio Broadcast, brought to you by the Church in Accra as one of the local churches in Ghana. Fellowship with the Church in Accra by joining our virtual Bible study meeting links and fellowships on Sundays, 9.30 to 12 o'clock p.m., Wednesdays at 6.30 to 8 o'clock p.m., and Fridays, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. You may contact us for further fellowship and joining links by calling us on 0200-117-222 or 0274-433-100 or 0246-962607. The numbers again are 0200 117 
0246962607 You can send any questions by WhatsApping us on the same numbers. Check us up on the various social media platforms including podcasts by searching God's Eternal Purpose Broadcast. The local churches, living for Christ and the church till his kingdom come. <music>